Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited. We have a special guest here named Kiati, and she specializes in infant massage. And I can't wait to hear more about this. I am not very familiar with infant massage and the benefits from it. And she is going to share three benefits of using infant massage. So I can't wait for you to hear from her. Welcome, Kiati, to the podcast today. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. And I love talking about infant massage. So I'm excited to to share with you. And it's not uncommon that you say that because while it's been around for thousands of years, it's still relatively new in America. And so the person who actually created the more formal organized organization here in America, I think it's been about 40 to 50 years. Um, So it's still something that most parents haven't heard about, which is my mission to tell more people about because it is so powerful, impactful, both in the short term and long term. But infant massage has been around for thousands of years, mostly practiced in the East and Central America and and Africa, um, everywhere sort of East of America, um, (laughs) because it's really seen as something that's beneficial both for a baby as well as a caregiver. So in India, where I'm from, midwives will come to the home and massage and bathe both mother and baby for three months, which I know most moms like, where can I sign up? It sounds (laughs) amazing. And, And I will say that it's becoming less common as the East becomes more industrialized, but traditionally all babies, regardless of background, socioeconomic status, where they live, all babies are massaged. Because mom has been through a journey and having babies, the baby has been through a journey, obviously, and they see it as uh, an effective way to recover, but also to have a healthy lifestyle. So here in America, we see massage as luxury, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's Mother's Day. I'm going to go get a massage. I got a massage today. I treated myself as opposed to in the East where massage is seen as healthcare, as preventative medicine. And so... I know it's my, and I, again, I say guilty pleasure, right? Because it's expensive here compared to the East, but it's, it's what I would love to always spend money on. And if I could afford it, I would get massages every week. Like I'm sure people can (laughs) do, you know, in places where it's more affordable. And so um, it's not only good and we could talk about all the benefits you mentioned three, and there's so many, there's countless benefits. So in the short term, I know I I have two girls as a new parent, you want to know what will help me and my baby now or yesterday. And so in the short term, especially in first uh, year of baby's life, I've identified sleep obviously as the main thing that we struggle with and babies struggle with. And so amazing to have your resources for parents um, because sleep is a necessity. It is a form of torture when we don't get enough sleep. We've all totally, <laughs> we've all experienced it. Yep. So sleep, of course, is the first one. The second is anything digestive related. So gas, colic, constipation, even reflux, all of those things can be addressed with regular massage. And then the third thing is around immunity. For those of us who have kids in daycare and in school, they're getting sick all the time, our little cute Petri dishes, right? Yes, yes. And massage is one tool that I talk about in in my toolbox of 
uh, things we can do as moms to help them in a safe, effective way. And so things like improving their immunity, massage helps with congestion. Um, there's a, a lymphatic drainage stroke that we also share. So there are so many benefits in regards to baby's health. Those are just short-term. Now, obviously, if you're massaging baby regularly, and we can go more into that, you will experience these as well as things like growth, um, a decrease in postpartum depression for mothers in, in a country where we have too high rates of postpartum depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, it helps the breastfeeding relationship. It increases um, pre-verbal communication, eye contact, vocalization. And those are all things that you can see in first year baby's life. In the long term, this is why I really, really am passionate about families making it a part of their lifestyle, mm -hmm. is that massage helps children have a sense of safety, security, self-awareness, knowing the difference between loving touch and not loving touch. Um, you know, girls tend to get touched more by parents than boys do to the detriment of our boys. And in fact, America is considered a touch-deprived country. This was known even before COVID. And when they observe children playing on playgrounds between France, Italy, and America, they see that in those countries, children touch each other more in loving, meaningful ways. And so we children don't touch each other here. Parents don't touch their kids as much. Uh, men don't touch each other in, in loving ways and platonic ways. And so what they found is where there's touch deprivation, there's more aggression and violence. And we see that, you know, tragically and unfortunately in our communities every day. And so in the longer term, you're really helping our, we're helping our children um, understand safe touch, loving touch, but see that touch is a way to regulate their emotions, to decrease stress, to understand awareness. And for our, our tweens, when they're not getting that loving touch in the home, they're going out and seeking it in relationships, right? Like any one of us, yeah. because touch is the first sense that develops in utero. It's the last sense that leaves our bodies. It's the only sense that we can cannot live without. And so physiologically as human beings, we need touch. We can tell our children we love them, but they need to feel that we love them. And mm -hmm. so having learning massage when baby's little is the best time and it's never too late. But for the biggest impact, it's about creating a lifestyle where it's part of your your family's daily life until your kids are, you know, adults. And and actually, they'll be massaging you in short time. And by the time they're toddlers, they'll be massaging you back. And well, that's so, what I want. Yeah. Sign me up for that. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, this is this is seriously an entire field that I am just unfamiliar with and learning so much about. So this is incredible. I want to know, kind of take me back, what got you into this in the first place? When were you like, this is what I want to do? Yeah. So I actually, to my parents' disappointment, um, you know, went to undergrad, grad school, got a master's in nonprofit management, had different plans. I was, I was doing community development and I still do that work as a consultant, but you know, I left my job because I I had a two-year-old at the time. I was commuting an hour and a half each way. We live in the DC area and I was no longer leaving her to make meaningful change in the world, which was my goal. I was so wrapped up and getting wrapped up with like office, you know, issues, right? Like the politics and bureaucracy that comes. And I didn't want to leave her for that. And so I left my job without a plan in place. Um, and I thought that I was going to go to my next nonprofit job, but I read an article in a magazine. It, it was an Indian magazine about infant massage. And it reminded me that 
oh, well, my nieces and my nephews were massaged. My mom came to massage uh, my my girls. Um, me and my sisters were massaged. So it's part of our family tradition. And it's so powerful. I wonder if mothers in America know about it. So I went to our um, reliable Google and there was a training <laughs> coming up, you know, so I, I went through the training, but I did not expect to learn what I did. And that was that it's not just a nice thing to do. It really is necessary and critical for all babies, all children to be massaged for so many reasons, like I mentioned. And so at, at that time, it was just going to be a sort of my side gig. Um, and then I quickly realized that it, if I wanted it to succeed, I really needed to pour more time and, and heart and soul into it. And mm-hmm. so I always say I have, I have two babies, uh, four babies, two little girls and two businesses <laughs> all require a lot of TLC uh, and all, all of them are in their you know early stages. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized in the training being next to you know, NICU nurses and physical therapists and massage therapists that this is super powerful stuff. Because it was mm-hmm. part of my my culture, but you tend to take things for granted that are part of you right. Know. You just think it's normal. You just think this is what people do, and you Everybody don't think twice about it. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's nice. It's sweet, and it, it's nice and sweet for sure. But it's much more than that. Mm-hmm. And I think it really um, clicked when I, I was actually in, in. You know, the universe works so beautifully. I was in the training. It was night two. My daughter woke up at midnight screaming and as a parent we can distinguish right with the cries by then yeah. so my husband and I were like this sounds like gas pain and then I remember daycare said she had a lot of sweet potatoes that day so normally because we try to minimize as much as we can medications and pharmaceuticals we would have given her those gas drops which are fine but I I was like I just learned this gas colic routine should I try it and my husband said sure it can't hurt And so I went into it, of course, with all of our mom doubts and not thinking it's going to work. And what if I don't do it right? And what if she cries more? But it's like, I'm just going to do it. And so I did in less than five minutes, it was a three minute routine. She exploded so much. So there are too many wipes needed. So we jumped into the (laughs) shower and then we came back out. She had another explosive diaper. We got back into the shower. I came back out. We had another diaper, which did not require uh, us to get into the shower. But I literally exploded. Her husband said, you exploded our daughter. And I did. (laughs) But then she slept beautifully the rest of the night. So, you know, the gas drops would have maybe calmed some of the pain. But this cleaned her out. And she was was good. And I just felt so empowered as a mother that we always sort of defer to professionals and others and Google Mm -hmm. that I had something at my fingertips that I could help my child with and relieve her pain and suffering. And so that's when I realized there's so much more to this and I needed to let as many mothers know as possible. Wow. That's amazing. That's incredible. And the fact that it, that you had the training right when you needed it, I know, right? I truly think that that was a sign too, that you're like, this is what I meant to do. Absolutely. Yes. And it's funny because the night before I even started, she got her very first ear infection and I was debating, you know, how we do like, should I go? She needs me. I can't be selfish. And fortunately my husband said go. And I was a little bit late. And of course other mothers understand, but the timing of those two things, like you said, was pretty, um, I guess, uh, serendipitous. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. I love that so much. Okay. So 
Um, these, I know, like you mentioned, there's so many benefits, but let's just yeah. talk about these three specific ones, sleep, okay. digestive system, and immune support. Do you want to talk about each one separately? And is sure. there, this may be a, this is totally just a naive question because I'm not familiar with it, but is there a different massage technique based on your baby's needs? Yes. So not a naive question. We, in the course, we have over 30 strokes. So we cover the legs, the tummy, the chest, the arms, the back, and the head. Okay. And each one of those has its benefits, but there's also some overlap. So for example, our feet have 72,000 nerve endings. So what we do to our feet can affect our body. There's a point that aligns with a small and large intestine um, on the bottom of our feet. So when we massage that, some mothers call it the toot button, then baby will often release. And then there's tummy strokes that will help them release um, or eliminate if they need to. For sleep, there are strokes in the legs, there are strokes in the head that can help with relaxation, um, releasing more melatonin. And then for immunity, there are immunity specific strokes as well. But all of the things, so if you do say immunity strokes, you'll still help with the relaxation. Or if you do the sleep strokes, you might also help in another area. So they sort of overlap as well. Oh, that's amazing. I love that you said that it can help promote um, releasing melatonin because I think a lot of parents don't understand, and I say this all the time, that babies are humans too. Yeah. And so giving them the support they need to have their body do what it was designed to do, release melatonin and calm down and relax before bed. I, I just love that so much. Like I obviously am a big sleep person. Yeah. Yes. Anything to promote helping your baby get into, you know, their optimal sleep state is incredible. And so I, I love that. That's right. It's all natural, right? You're using your, and the power of your hands. It's really important that we, we use our hands, but if you massage baby for 15 minutes before bedtime, you're helping them increase their, elongate their sleep hours and deepen the sleep that they're getting because they're releasing more melatonin. And so it does support good sleep. So I believe sleep and massage go hand in hand, just like massage and essential oils do, they sort of support one another. And so if you are massaging baby as part of your nighttime routine, and it doesn't have to be a long time, right? Mothers are and parents are so tapped as it is. I don't want them to feel it. Oh, I have to add something else to my schedule. It can be part of your bedtime routine for 10 minutes, 15 minutes for the older babies. Mm-hmm. And that's going to go a really long way because you're helping their baby, your baby relax. And even if you're doing this for it's two or three days, right? Because babies are so smart. They're so intuitive. Um, they, they learn things so quickly by day three, they're going to see that massage oil, or they're going to hear that special massage song, and they're going to relax even before you've touched them. And so Mm -hmm. all of these act as cues, I'm sure you share that as well, setting the environment. I'm going to say that it's like, it's like the same thing as a sleep trigger. When you do these certain things, like if you have a bedtime routine, it lets your brain know like, Hey, it's time to wind down. It's time to start relaxing. And so the, it sounds like the exact same thing applies. Exact you start playing thing. the music, everything starts to happen and their bodies are just like, I know what to do. I know what to do. That's right. Yeah. Which makes our jobs easier. <laughs> yes. No, it really does. Um, okay. I know that a lot of moms in here struggle with colic. Um, talk to me more about colic, how this helps with colic. And is this something that you, I mean, it sounds like it's preventative as well, but is this something you do every single day or you do it as an as needed basis? Um, and is it something that you hire somebody to come in and do or 
you learn it yourself? Sorry, that's a lot of questions at one yeah. time. No, great questions. Colic, uh, my heart goes out to anyone who's struggling with that and know how challenging it is working with so many families. And yes, this can address it. So if your baby has chronic gas pain, has colic, you would do the routine twice a day for two weeks. Okay. Super effective. And we, you know, I can, I also share oils to use like a fennel or ginger are great oils for digestion. They're strong. So we work through how to do that. Um, but yes, you can do that. And then you can also, even if your baby doesn't have colic, um, and just, you just want to maintain healthy digestion because we know how important that is. You can still do the same strokes. Um, maybe not as frequently, but the, the, the consistency of those doing those strokes will help maintain healthy digestion. And then you can easily learn it. I learned it. Um, anybody can learn it. The only thing is that you want to learn it in the right way. So it's not rocket science, but to know when to massage baby, the context around it, the cues looking at, um, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to massage a crying baby because one of, one of the things that we do is that we ask babies permission, which sounds a little silly, but we want baby to know that they have say over their body and who touches them and how. So like I said, when I went through the training, my daughter was two and I was excited to try it on her. And she said, no, I don't want a massage. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but what are you talking about? It's so good for you. And yeah. I, then I had to realize, okay, she, it's still her body and her say. And mm-hmm. I wanted to have positive association. So yeah, the only time we will continue to massage a crying baby is when they're experiencing gas colic or teething pain, for example. And so those sort of those sort of contextual things aren't communicated when you look at, say, a graphic on Pinterest or post on Instagram. You may not know, oh, I can't massage baby at this time. They need to be, um, another example is you want to wait 20 minutes until after baby's eaten before you can massage their belly because Mm -hmm. you want to give them time to digest. So someone might say, well, I tried, but they're crying. Okay. Were they hungry? Were they sleepy? Were they trying to eliminate um, and it's okay that they might want a, a break and just want to cuddle or feed. That's okay. It's, you know, it's their massage, but those kinds of things aren't necessarily known when you're looking at like a diagram. Right. So oh, that's so interesting. Start. Yeah. So if you, if you have a colic baby and you're like, I know my baby's going to be screaming for two hours every single day, you want to avoid doing the massage yeah. during that time period. Correct. Yep. There's a state called active alert, which is the best time to massage baby. So that is when baby has eaten. Um, They have recently slept. I know they're small windows, even especially for our little ones. When I was Mm -hmm. my now second daughter, when she was little, I was so excited to massage her every day. You just, it's so hard to find that window. (laughs) It might be five minutes. They might, it might be five five minutes minutes. and that's okay. I'm like, Oh, she's asleep again, you know, (laughs) and that's okay. It's totally fine. You know, you'll, you'll be able to get in more time later. Um, but the state is really important. So they are curious. Maybe they're looking around. It's kind of like the, their chill playtime. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the best time to massage baby. And if you know every day, like you said, there's a witching hour or there's a time when they're going to get fussy, try mm-hmm. to get ahead of that. Maybe you do it first thing in the morning. Maybe partner comes home and they do it when again in the evening. That's that's fine. But you do want to try to get ahead of that if possible. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. So if you had it as part of your morning routine, yeah, you're saying that that could potentially help with the witching hours, with the colic in the afternoon, because they already implemented it that day. It doesn't okay. necessarily have to be right before it happens or while it's happening. 
Yep, exactly. The thing, so all of the feel-good hormones come out mm-hmm. from massage, as we know, when we receive it, and it also reduces cortisol, the stress hormone. Mm-hmm. And so when you are massaging baby, not only is baby releasing oxytocin, but so are you. There's mm-hmm. dopamine, serotonin, all of those things are happening. So the more feel-good hormones you have and the less cortisol you have, the more you can help baby relax, not only in the morning, but throughout the day. Awesome. I love that. Okay. So we talked a little bit about sleep and how it can help with digestion and colic. Um, Talk to me a little bit more about the immune support. How does this help support your baby's immune system? How often do you need to do it to see the benefits of Mm -hmm. immune support? And yeah, yeah, just dive into that a little bit with me. Sure. So immunity. So if you can massage a baby, for example, if you could only do it for one month of baby's life, it takes one month to increase the white blood cells that you can help them develop. So every day massage for one month helps them develop more white blood cells, which helps them fight off infections better, which is what we want. Mm-hmm. And so, but hopefully it can be part of your your family's daily routine. And that doesn't mean seven days of the week, you can't ever miss, like we're not looking for perfection. If you can get four days a week, five days a week, even still, you know, these days with a seven and two-year-old, sometimes I have a hard time getting it in. My seven-year-old usually gives me her legs during bedtime, you know, and two-year-old, I've started doing it after her her bath. And so sneaking it in where possible, maybe, you know, you're sitting next to them in a car ride and you massage, you know, just being creative sometimes if you don't think you can get it in because we all are so busy. Mm -hmm. Um, But immunity, just like the others, if you can just make it a regular consistent practice, you can help them fight it off, fight off infections better. We also pair those things with like a lemon or ginger essential oil, the citrusy, which are also great for immune system. And then mm-hmm. as you asked earlier, there are strokes that are specifically mentioned or shared um, to help with immunity. Like there's a side stroke on the body for lymphatic drainage. And then if there are things like sinus pressure, even for us, congestion, there are strokes that they can do along their nose or under their, um, along their cheekbones that will help relieve some of that pressure they're experiencing. That's amazing. It's incredible that something that we, like you said, just kind of see as this like luxurious thing yeah, is something that can actually tell your body to create more white blood cells. Right. And in return, building up their immune system so they can fight off all these germs. Because I truly feel like my kids are just sick all the time. And I always tell my mom, I'm like, what is my life? Like, what have oh, I done wrong? I know. <laughs> it's and, it's not, kids. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not all our fault, right? Like, it's good for them to get sick. And it's building their immunity. But then we also right. live in an environment where there are a lot of things that make our kids sick, right? From yes. water and air, but also the food that we eat. We don't always know what's in there. And so as much as I love infant massage and believe in its power and that it should be done by everybody all the time, Mm -hmm. I do think that there are other tools that moms can benefit from having in their toolbox. Like um, homeopathy is a great natural effective um, remedy, essential oils. I mentioned traditional Chinese medicine. So, and I, I did write a blog about it because it's overwhelming as a mom to delve into these areas that we have no idea about. We're not experts. We're not practitioners. There's a lot of um, fear around it, or there are a lot of misperceptions, misconceptions about them. And mm-hmm. so over time, 
because I experienced one thing after another, I've built up my sort of arsenal. And so mm-hmm. massage is one component. But if, if my kid is sick, I will do other things to yeah. at least shorten the duration or shorten yeah. the suffering for all of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Because when one is sick, everybody is affected Every, by it. Right. <laughs> and I, and I'm just like, there's too much to do. Like we got to get better. Let's go. I know. <laughs> I know. It's the worst. And then when you have multiple kids, it's like, right. When one gets better, the next yes, one gets it. And that's it's like, right. for us, it's like, turns into a six week thing. And I'm like, I know I don't have time for this. <laughs> and then the first one that got sick is ready to be sick again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We're just, we're just going in circles just, around here. Right. And this, yes. this has been a particularly rough year as we we're all kind of rebuilding our immunities from the, the pandemic. Yeah, so it feels I like we're starting over. We're starting, so yeah. This, so truly, this would be a really good time to start while we are trying to build our kids' immune systems again. Start implementing these massages yes. to help build those white blood cells, to help build yes. their immunity. Absolutely. And the other thing that it creates is, is greater, and you might have mentioned this earlier, body awareness. Like, mm. they'll start saying something's not right. You know, my... Mm. I mean, my kids will sometimes ask for a massage while I'm cooking. And I'm like, really, guys? <laughs> <Like, laughs> well, I'm I mean, busy. <laughs> right. I know I'm supposed to encourage this, but I'm like kind of in the middle of something. So, but you know, they, they, they just understand like something's not right in my body and mm-hmm. this usually helps and it may or may not, but at least they feel better um, yeah. about, about that. So. And they can recognize when something's off, which is incredible because I exactly. think that's hard to do. It's hard to do as an adult. As an adult, right? Because we're so that to a young child is invaluable. Absolutely. Because we're so busy. We're so disconnected from our own bodies. This is helping them stay connected for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. Okay. I want to know how can people work with you? Because obviously this is a huge need. This is a huge space that I think, like you said, so many people aren't even aware of. Yeah. and I'm sure there are people listening right now who are like, okay, wait, I need this in my life. So how can people <laughs> find you? How can people work with you? Just tell me how how you can, how people can come find help from you. Sure. So I'm located in the DC area. So I do see families locally. If you're okay. not, that's why I actually created the digital course a few years ago. Um, it's our holistic baby massage course. So it includes all of the strokes and all of the ailments that I mentioned and other things. We, I do talk about those other modalities and oils and things like that in there. So that's available through my website at www.vianainfantmassage.com. Okay. And then you can also find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook. I, I did a series of mini videos on YouTube that okay. will also give you an idea of what we talk about and how we address some of the ailments that you face as a parent. But I've just really been so passionate, not only initially about massage, but as we went along, how it changes things in families, increases mm-hmm. bonding. Um, you know, you'll, you might see, come across a video that my doula did where she realized she was touching her daughter less than her or her son less than her daughter. And when she started being more intentional about, you know, maybe putting her hand on his shoulder or, or massaging his hand or his shoulders after basketball, that it transformed their relationship. And so it's just so powerful in so many ways. And, and even in feeling, helping parents feel empowered that they can do something to help their kids. They can do something to bond and connect, I think is, is priceless for me. So um, I do offer the course, but any sort of, if somebody wants like a monthly kind of membership sub kit is a tool that I use, which includes more live um, interaction as well. If you want it, if you want some additional hand holding and support, 
and um, all of that. And then there's a special discount I wanted to offer your audience. Oh, um, you're so sweet. Okay. It's such you're... a <laughs> pleasure to be here. And, and in, uh, every opportunity is an honor to share about infant massage. So it's the discount code is Sleep Fairy. Okay. On my you website. are amazing. Um, I am going to put all of this in the show notes. So if you're listening and you're like, wait, 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 I need to write this down. <laughs> I will put the link to your website, um, to your course. The link to if someone wants to find you locally, um, subkit if they want to work directly with you, but they're not local. And then I will also put the discount code Sleep Fairy in there um, so that you can get a discount on your course. Perfect. Okay, <laughs> Kathy, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Seriously, it's been an honor. And I just, I have loved learning about this. This is so interesting to me. And I can't wait to continue to learn more from you. And I can't wait for everybody to listen to this and to learn more as well. So thank you again so much for being here. I just appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. It's been so wonderful. Have a great day. You too. Bye. If Bye. you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.